be careful buying and selling. Don't get taken by scams. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode and an all-new year of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beth. A big thank you to our partners, Green Acres, Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Our top news story for the beginning of the new year, the contraction in the U.S. cattle herd expected to continue into 2023 opens the door for significant increases in beef imports of all kinds in the year to come. That according to a recent report by USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service. After eight years of growth, red meat production, especially beef, is set for a substantial contraction during 2023, down 2 billion pounds year over year due to shrinking cattle supplies, according to a report by CoBank. Meanwhile, demand remains high among U.S. consumers despite historically high prices. Brazil and Canada have become the United States' top suppliers for beef trimmings amid Australia and New Zealand's pullback from the U.S. market. But in 2023, U.S. imports for Australia are expected to rebound from historic lows. Duty-free access, an improved labor situation, and a rebuilding herd and cow slaughter rate after a long period of devastating drought looks like it could support Australia's reemergence in the U.S. trimmings market. As well, the Food and Safety Inspection Service is evaluating several prospective exporting countries to determine equivalency for beef imports. That means competition for space in the other countries trade quota could increase in the future. Although with far more production capacity than other countries in the category, Brazil is expected to remain the largest other country's participant in sending beef to the U.S. Now for our next story, the $1.7 billion omnibus appropriation spending mandate that will keep the U.S. government open through next September also includes several specific and hopeful benefits for the meat and poultry industry through USDA programs. Some of the highlights include funding for price transparency efforts that allow USDA and the U.S. Department of Justice to jointly analyze issues on transparent meat pricing and price discovery for cattle producers, USDA audits to evaluate a country or region covering veterinary control and oversight, including disease history and vaccination practices, oversight and enforcement of the Packers and Stockyards Act through a $5 million grant to USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service, Disease assistance under a $3.7 billion fund to cover crop and livestock losses from drought and other related issues experienced in 2022. And increased investment in USDA's agricultural research and development efforts nationwide. And wrapping up the news, the USDA has announced a $9.5 million investment in three projects aimed at developing sustainable bioproduct manufacturing systems in the U.S. The projects are being funded through the USDA's National Institute of Food and Agriculture's Byproduct Pilot Program, which funds research and development of value-added products from agricultural commodities. The goal is to spur economic activity in rural areas while lowering commercialization risks associated with bringing bio-based products to market. 
If there are loads of hay, lots of hay that you want us to report on, if you have some for sale as well, fire that information our direction, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can text me that information. Call it in. Leave us a message at 707-726-2420. The same goes for different classes of livestock. If there are sale barns that you would like us to specifically report on going into the future. As you all know, I have mine that I like to follow that are kind of geared and and give, a, a I think, a, a decent representation of a particular geographic area. But if there are some that you would like us that we haven't covered yet, give those to me. Fire them our direction and let us know which ones you want us to report on. Also, moving into 2023, we're going to be doing a lot of what we did last year, which is reporting a number of different bull sales and production sales. I know a lot of you enjoy that information, and I will add that we are going to be adding another little spinoff each and every week, which is very specific just to what cattle are selling for when they go across the scale. So we're going to be looking for your updates, those numbers that you want to share with us, maybe for your breads that you have, or maybe for those stocker cattle starting to accumulate and put together that database and sharing that information with you. Because I know of the many of you that have reached out to us have said that's one of your favorite parts about the show is when we give those numbers and just kind of a representation of what cattle are selling for in other parts of the country. When it comes to buying and selling, do not get scammed. Y'all are going to want to hear this one. The Ranch It Up Radio Show returns right after this. We are a Westway Feed family of nearly 300 people working together to deliver over 2 million tons of product to our customers annually. We are Westway. Together as a team, we're working together to do great things to feed the people of this country. At Westway, yes, it's about our feed, but it starts with passion. We've talked about Pharmatan and its success over the past several years, usually encouraging you to feed it in the diet 90 days pre-calving. Now here's Paul Mitchell with how we're using Pharmatan both pre- and post-weaning in our calves. A lot of guys are using the Pharmatan both for coccidia control and then excellent to help with that transition to solid feed and seeing their weights really hold up as they put cattle through their weaning ration and to a higher energy diet. Head to imogeneingredients.com. It's not every day that you find something so natural that works. Green Acres Angus genetics are just that. Despite market trends and fads of breeding large frame cattle, Green Acres has remained true to its focus breeding medium-framed cattle that perform on a 100% grass-fed and finished diet. Giving, grace, green, good neighbor policy, generative. That's the values at Green Acres. Head to green-acres.org. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. Crew, welcome back to the Ranch It Up radio show. As much information as we can pack into a 30-minute program as possible now today... We focus on making sure you know who your buyers are, especially in this day and age of transactions that are done sight unseen, that are over the internet, over the telephone. And we head to northwestern Montana, to the home of longtime listener Curtis Evlo. Now, Curtis and his wife, they reached out to us cautioning of a scam to purchase their cattle. This is a warning to make sure you know who you are dealing with. Curtis, great to have you on the show. I'm just going to 
pass the mic your direction and tell us the story. What happened to us, and now this, now that this has happened, we've kind of been poking around, found other people in the equine industry and other people that have been scammed by the same thing. So anyway, we put an ad up out for um, that we had weaned heifers for sale and so on, and this this guy got a hold of us and said, uh, you know, interested in your calves, how much for them, you know, what's what's your bottom? He's here's what he said. He's interested in them. But what's your bottom dollar? So she told him, you know, X number of dollars. And then you're going to have vet fees and you're going to have, you know, shipping costs and those kind of things, no matter where you're at. So he was like, okay. And uh, then he contacted her again and said, um, okay, well, I'm really interested in. So he says, I'm, I'm going to send a check. And she says, well, we take a deposit. We won't do any vet work or anything until unless we have a, a deposit down on them and a guarantee that, you know, you're going to buy them. He said, uh, well, that's no problem. And so then he says, I'll get with my financials. I'll have them get a get a check out to you. Chris was like, all right, it's fine. You know, a week later, there's a check that shows up for the amount of all the calves that he wanted, plus about $2,500 more on top of it. And then he messaged her right away and said, oh, well, my financials screwed up. They sent the money for the hauler, for the transportation, for the hauler fees. And um, I need you, when you get that check, to deposit it. But then I need you to transfer the funds right away back to me or to the um, hauler. Or who he stated is the hauler, I suppose, right? Right, right, right. So, yeah. And so he said, because the hauler won't give me um, an outdate until they're fully paid. You can't pull wool over my eye. Right. (laughs) Anyway, so he said, I got to get them paid before before they'll give me a date of when they'll be able to be there. Here's the thing. We got the check on a Thursday, which was kind of funny. You know, Thursday. So you get it to us Thursday get us to deposit it would have been transferring the funds on a, on a Friday or Saturday into his account, you know, um, for the, for the hauler. Right. I was like, you know, that sounds kind of fishy. I said, so here's what we'll do. Let's just hold that check for a little bit. Let's deposit it. Tell our bank, Hey, this we're depositing this deposit it and then let it sit over the weekend. Make sure it clears, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind transferring the funds, but I want to make sure that those funds are good before I transfer anything out of my account. And so we definitely did that. And uh, he kept emailing her all weekend or texting her messenger all weekend saying, well, did you deposit the check? Okay, well, it shows that you deposited the check and it's cleared. So go ahead and transfer the funds. And she's like, how can you tell it even cleared? Because it's on a Saturday. And so this is getting weirder and weirder. But by the time it was all said and done, I just sent a a message to her saying, this is what I want you to tell him. There's been some scams going around in the agriculture industry about people doing something similar to this. We want to trust our customers, but we also want to make sure that we're in the safe too. You know, we want to make sure that both ends are good. So we're going to go at the bank's pace. So when the bank says, hey, this check is good, we'll transfer the funds to you. Everything will be good to go. We'll be ready to rock and roll. Or Monday morning, he texted her and said, you know, I really just got to get this done. I don't know why you're holding on to this, why it's, why it's taking so long and so on. And then um, she sent him that. And then it was radio silence from there. And then Monday late afternoon, the bank got back a hold of us and said, yeah, the, the check is fraudulent. Don't do anything with it. So we made sure that 
one, our account still wasn't able to be accessed by anything because of that check or whatever, you know, because we don't know. You don't know any of that kind of stuff. So that was kind of that how the whole end of it goes. And I've been hearing through friends of ours and people that I know that um, have said, yeah, I've, I've heard of that same thing going around in the equine world. Uh, people buying uh, horses doing that same way. So did you uh, did you confront this individual uh, in any way, shape, or form and say, you know, hey, we talked to the bank, we know your check is no good, or you just left it go as is and went, well, all right, we, you know, he he knows we we got him figured out, and and uh, you just kind of yes. went went about your day. So, yeah. So what I we sent him that message saying, you know, hey, this is kind of what's been going around, and and if if this works out, then great, you know, we'll consider you a customer. If if not, then We'll consider you a criminal, and uh, it never got back to us. So I'm going to consider him a criminal. Moral of the story is all of us, you know, we we want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I mean, that's just yep. that's just our nature, you know. We, yep. you know, we're, well, we work on a handshake. Exactly we're, right. We can't get that because of this. Remember your your episode about about a handshake, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Getting back to the handshake. Well, you and I can do that. I can't do that with this guy. And that bothers me because I put my trust in in people. Right, you know? right. You know, um, and and the thing is, there's there's nothing wrong with with making sure that everything is legit. Because if you are there to do business, and if you've got nothing to hide, then you've got nothing to hide. And if it right. takes a little bit of time to do X, Y, and Z in today's day and age, well, and with everything going on, it's taking a little bit longer than all of us would like. But that is is the nature of the beast. And if we're here to do business, we all understand that. So, you know, right. that's the, that's the thing that we, that we have to be okay with because so many of us that live at the end of dirt roads, we got big hearts, right? I mean, we want to, we want to help people. Right. We want people to be successful and we need to know, and we need to realize, and we need to accept that there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking care of ourselves, taking care of our family, our operation to make sure that you know, that, that we're okay, that we're not going to be taken advantage of. Yep. And like I told my wife, I said, the next one that comes through, I'm going to trust them the same way that I always have. That's just my nature. That's just who I am. I'm going to, I'm going to give you that benefit, but daggum, I feel bad for the people that may have gotten taken by something like that. It just worked out that I'm just skeptical enough <laughs> to pull the rug just a little bit, just to test it. <laughs> so, Well, Curtis, now that you have the whole world really listening to your story, hanging on to exactly what happened. The big question is, do you still have those heifers for sale? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> there, there you go. So you're open for business. I got plenty of heifers left. I'd like to get them sold. <laughs> Curtis being very calm about what happened to him. But, of course, when a person is in the thick of said situation, one can get a tick warm under the collar, and rightfully so. Now, Curtis, thanks so much for sharing your story and being a valued part of the Ranch It Up crew. And this is a wonderful time to mention our updates that we get each and every week from Mark Vanzi with our great partners, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com. Bid and buy with confidence with one of the largest databases of buyers and sellers. They're a wonderful partner. We have been hearing updates week in and week out. Now, they can help you make sure that you don't run into what happened or should I say what almost happened to Curtis and his family. All right, livestockmarket.com, equinemarket.com, and auctiontime.com. 
com. Now, crew, stick around. Kirk is on hold to talk year-end numbers. Let's wrap up 2022, shall we? Let's see how it ended up. The Ranch It Up Radio Show will be right back. Neogen, the partner you need. We are very deep with providing genomic testing to all facets of production. We are very involved in biosecurity and animal safety. Again, all along the chain, and we can add value there. So if you have questions or concerns, contact your animal health distributor. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Some of our best products and improvements come from producers. And if they've got an idea on maybe how we can help, we'd like to hear what they have to say. Neogen the partner you now have. Check out LivestockMarket.com. Sales manager for LivestockMarket.com, Mark Vanzi. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform for online sales of all types of livestock, as well as hay and straw. LivestockMarket.com is brought to you by Tractor House and Auction Time, the industry-leading marketplace for connecting buyers and sellers of farm equipment. The online platform that works without all the restrictions. LivestockMarket.com. On Facebook, too. Before you purchase your next set of bulls or females, remember this. The seed stock business is about genetic improvement and customer service. Ally Genetic Resources understands this as well as anyone. Marty Ropp with Ally. That's our charges as seed stock producers is you know, people look at us and you've got to make genetics that work better for us. We see that charge. We understand that charge. And we're going to use all the tools we can to get there. Ally Genetic Resources, where the mission is commercial customer success, period. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for staying with us to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, it's the first broadcast of 2023. How was your New Year's? Oh, it was a wonderful New Year's. I am uh, getting a little bit old. We did make midnight. Uh, Didn't do near as much partying as I used to. years ago but it was very enjoyable and i did i did see the bell drop so quite an achievement so you actually were able to take it all the way to midnight i thought you were one of those that you made it an art out of being at home by nine thirty. <laughs> well that's true and i was being extra stubborn this, this year so <laughs> right. I, I didn't i did make the ball drop granted it may have been on my couch watching tv Let's wrap up. Actually, 2022. What uh, what's going on? What's happening? What do we got to look forward to going into the new year? So as the year ended, the market closed out with January feeders at 183.55, down 45 cents on the week, with the CME feeder index at 181.93, up five dollars and 18 cents on the week. So a good cash move this week, leaving our basis a negative 162, which is very normalized basis. February live cattle closed. The year at 157.92 and a half, up 15 cents on the week, with cash trading 157 in the south and 158 to 161 in the north, leaving the five area weighted average up $2.16 at 158.06. Our basis versus the February futures were negative 13 and a half cents, so your readers will take note of that. February futures have no premium built into the market. So they're calling for kind of a steady cash. Not saying they're right, but that's where futures are saying. The weekly slaughter was lower another 15,000 this week at 547,000. It was 23,000 more than the same week last year. Choice boxes printed the big rally of the week up $10.03 at 281.98. This is the highest price for the last week of December in history. 
the high prices will bring an important kind of counter note, if you will. I want to talk about beef imports a little bit, specifically Brazil. So the way trade works, uh, Brazil works on a quota. They're in, they're considered under the other category, so there's not a specific Brazil quota. And that quota is 65,005 metric ton of beef that they can import into the U.S. without a duty. That duty is 26.4%. So it's an important note to your listeners that quota starts over at zero January 3rd. And with the very high beef prices in the U.S., I think the U.S. market is susceptible to some high beef imports. To wrap this all up, March corn traded $6.78.5 on the week. That's up 12.5 cents week over week. March corn action is somewhat bullish with the next level of resistance at $7. You know, Kirk, uh, with those potentially higher imports of Brazilian beef, I think it's important for people to know uh, where their food comes from and, and how it gets to them. And I think that consumers are doing this more and more and more and more and more, that they are willing to pay a little bit more of a premium of knowing that backstory. And honestly, I'm going to say knowing that they are supporting an American farmer and rancher. Would you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Yeah, Tigger, I, I definitely would agree that that has become more important to the to the U.S. customer. I think uh, all the support we've seen in the in the rancher's Selling direct into the beef market, uh, the the consumer has definitely supported the U.S. rancher. I think without debate. However, on a more broader market perspective, still a lot of the less than top shelf meat that's being consumed, and that's where the Brazilian imports would affect the market. And I think just the fact that costs of everything have gone up substantially. In fact, I was just seeing something on uh, on on some national national news about the American budget that what we spend on food and how it is it has gone up and gone up and gone up I think that too is going to come into play so it's kind of a double-edged sword I think where a lot of consumers they want to know that backstory and they want to support the American farmer and rancher but yet in the same breath all of our costs have gone up substantially and everybody is looking at their budget and saying, okay, where do I need to start pulling back? Because the, I can only squeeze that turnip so hard, right? You just hit on the million dollar question. That, that is the question of at least this coming year. The market is very well supported. Beef demand is very good. But with all the inflationary pressures, you know, unfortunately, the feedlots need more yet. We, we need higher prices to make the math work. And so can we continue to push on boxes, driving them higher to where all this math works? And as you said, that's a very tough question. For those of you that have just come on board with the Ranch It Up Radio show, you too can subscribe to Kirk's free email by texting the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. That is the best place to start your marketing program. If you don't have one, get that newsletter and start following along that information. Plus, has Kirk's contact information there as well. So text the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. Hey everybody, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com. Hope everybody had a great Christmas and a happy new year. I thought I would uh, touch base with everyone on our online auction schedule for 2023. Uh, this year we're going to be moving to a much more regular weekly sales schedule every Wednesday. Um, we're going to sell cattle on the first and third Wednesdays of every month. 
We're going to sell small stock on the second Wednesdays of every month. And we're going to be selling horses on the fourth Wednesday of every month. Now, online hay auctions, they'll happen every Wednesday, just like they did in 2022. Now, remember, if you're wanting to sell cattle on any of these sales, we need to get them from you and get them up and listed on the website two weeks before the sale date at minimum, just so we have time to advertise them, get them in our print catalog, all that good stuff. Uh, so that means this Wednesday we'll be cutting off for our first horse sale of the year. That sale will be January 25th, and we'll need to get your horses listed by this Wednesday for that sale. It also means this Wednesday, the 11th, is a small stock auction. If you're in the sheep market, you'll want to get on there and check out the set of bred ewes selling from 3B Livestock in Amarillo, Texas. They're 100 headed dorpers. They've been exposed to dorper rams since June. They're mostly one to four year olds, and they're starting to lamb right now. Bidding on those opens at just $10 a head. They're no reserve, and they will sell. Uh, I hope everybody has a great week, and I'll be back to you next week with the Cadillacs selling on January 18th on LivestockMarket.com. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Before we go, Tigger, let's give a big tip of the hat to everyone that is traveling to and from places like the Cattlemen's Congress. Also, the National Western Stock Show is going on. And then later in the month, we have the Black Hill Stock Show, as well as following with that, there's NCBA. I mean, there's a a lot going on, a lot of stock trailers hitting the roads. But you know what? Everyone gets to get together, and it's always fun to see old friends. And that's going to do it for today, everyone. A big thanks from our crew to yours. Curtis Evlo, appreciate the time. Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. And, of course, to you, the boss lady. And a big thank you to our partners, Green Acres, Vitelli, Farmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, LA Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, you can get a hold of us anytime, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7. The phone number is... 707-726-2420. That's 707-RANCH20. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>